Peace. Welcome, everyone. How's everyone doing this morning? I know you're doing well. I really don't even have to ask you how you're doing. You know, if you're here and you're present, it's because you uh, woke up knowing and conscious of where you're supposed to be and who you are. All right, let me get some of these uh, messages off my screen. Good rising, goddess key. Good rising, you know. And uh, we're not going to be as long as yesterday. But uh, if you can all hear me, just uh, say it in the chat. So that way I'm not um, <clears throat> just doing a mime routine here. But um, I'm going to keep going. And then I'll wait till someone says, well, I'll just look for when you say, yeah, we can hear you, Chief. We can hear you. All right. I know it's very early. It's uh, about 6.30 a.m. Good morning, YG. Oh, you're, you're an early riser, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, just let me know. We can hear you. Cool, 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 cool. You can hear me. You can hear me. Good, good, good. Yeah, peace, Sister Kashia. Yeah, man, I'm not going to be as, as, as long as yesterday, you know. Um, really, this is, um, oh, you write music early. Good, good. That's, that's the early hours are good to be creative, man. You know, that's when a lot of things speak to us that we need to be listening to, you know. Um, peace, Sister Moksha. So, yeah, man, um, this is just a check-in. Like I said yesterday, Sue Ann, greetings, Sue Ann. Uh, we need this this time and we need this, this, um, this experience to start to craft New Neptune Tarot, peace. Um, to start to craft what we want it to be, what we want the day to be, what we want the strong, or for some of you say weak. Why do I say strong? Because I want it to be strong. <laughs> I don't want my days to go by weekly. I don't want to be durational and just kind of, um, you know, um, not move with the vigor that's been promised to me that I would have. You know, if I look at my parents or I look at my family or I learn about history and I learn about the vigor and the energy and the strength of my people, then that means all of that strength has been deposited in me. So why would I, you know, start a week off? I'm not going to start the week because my people are the strong. So, you know, we are the strong. We start the, the strong off. We close the strong out. We are the strong ones. You know, we are the, we are the the leaders of this is this entire natural evolutionary movement. And that's what's really eluded us for so long. You know, like I said, I'm not going to make the dawnings really a strong teaching. You guys know, for those of you who know me, you know that I teach a lot. Um, and I'm training my, my students and my members to teach as well. So you get the, um, you get the breakdowns, you get the esoterics, you get the metaphysics, you get the history. I, I, I do that all the time. Um, but, you know, sometimes when there's too much teaching, and yes, there can be too much teaching, when there's too much teaching, the people become arrogant, you know, so there has to be a balance between teaching and inspiration, right? So um, your inspiration is your filling with spirit. You've got to have the spirit. You know, you could be full of information, but do you have the spirit to share it? Do you have the spirit to act upon it? You know what I mean? And... I know, I know a lot of times in certain communities, it is like an either or, you know, if you're, if you're in a culture community, then it's about, you know, information, you know, not even so much knowledge, 
but it's about information. This one has the information. That one has the information. And if any of you come out of um, religious environments, then it's a lot of times it's not so much about information, but more so about inspiration and motivation and standing on the promises of God and things like that. And and each one of those things are necessary. I'm not downing the religious people. I'm not downing the conscious people. Um, that, but there has to be a balancing of the scales where you know how to implement both of them. So, like I said, you get a lot of information from me. And for those of you who don't know who I am first first time, just just Google me, you know, um, and you'll, you'll see there's a lot of, there's, there's a good amount of teaching that you can partake in. Um, but yeah, this, this is about getting the right spirit for the day because, you know, a lot of people are going through worry that's illogical. They're going, they're going through levels of panic that are illogical right now. Even some of their planning and some of their preparation is worry and panic based. And that's illogical. You know, you can't affirm in one breath that you come from the architects of the entire planet, you know, that, that the creator has deposited something special into your people to maintain you as the architects of the planet. But then at, at the same time, be worried because you can't figure out how to defeat an enemy or you can't figure out how to get a job. You can't figure out how to plan for your retirement. You know, it, it, you have to realize that the two don't really coincide with each other. And a lot of times that's because that's from the overteaching. When you teach too much, people become arrogant. And once they become arrogant, what they suppose in their mind is that they have as much intelligence in them as the supreme intelligence does. See, that's what that's what arrogance actually is. It, arrogance means that you know as much as the creator does. So in that moment, that's what that's what you're imagining. So if I know as much as the creator does, then there's nothing really to teach me. But the creator created bodies for itself so that it could learn more. So even the creator has an admission that there are some things that I don't have knowledge of. You know, I can have information of it because I can be informed, you know, by viewing it and taking taking the forms of those things in, of this thing happening or that thing happening. I can take that form internally, but um, the intelligence you know, the intellect where it's, it's in, internally telling me it's just the story and the narrative is internal. I ain't got. <laughs> so you could be surrounded by information and not necessarily have the, um, the intelligence, you know, um, give me one second. I'm sorry. I just need to reply to something. Yeah. You know, my day <laughs> starts early. Uh, it starts very early. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to, to kind of share some of those things with you and, you know, to, to make you understand or to, to explain to you why, no, this is not going to be cheap. Can you break this down? Chief, can you break that down? I'm not going to be doing any of that. So I know some of you are like, well, I don't want to be here. All right. That's cool. You know, um, <laughs> some need it. And, you know, that's, we're here to service a different kind of need, you know, on today. But, um, yeah, man, um, the worry thing is what's concerning me a little bit because that arrogance where you presuppose yourself to be as 
intelligence, intelligent as the first intelligence, um, or as informed, rather, as the first, that's really what it is, as informed, as the first intelligence, you know, the problem with that is that um, now you, you're separating yourself from spiritual orchestration, right? When you start to look at all the things that have happened in your life and have been aligned and orchestrated a certain way, I hear those type of stories almost daily when people tell me, when I do consultations and things, and people tell me about how they found me. You know, I was doing this and I was actually looking for this or I was at a friend's house and they had your book on a coffee table. And I was like, what is this? And they said, oh, it's a book, but they never read it. And da, da, da. And I just started thumbing through it while they were making dinner. And next thing you know, I get stories like that all the time. You know, um, there's, there's, there's orchestration literally of billions of spirits and billions of souls that are leading you up to a singular moment. Billions, you know, not to mention all of the ancestors orchestrated and led you up to a moment, right? And said, okay, blend this, blend that. This one mates with that one. That one mates with that one. Then they're going to move to Chicago so that way you can meet this one. But then that one's going to run away from home and go down to Atlanta. And then when they go to Atlanta, they're going to meet that one. And at the end of, end of it all, you. You see? So you couldn't have figured that out. You ain't that smart. <laughs> you couldn't have figured out thousands of years of orchestration to lead up to a moment. You know what I mean? Most of us can, we don't even know what we're going to eat for dinner tonight. You know? Um, so that's the thing. When you start to presuppose yourself with arrogance because you know so much, because you've learned so much, then you remove yourself from the possibility of miracle. You see? Because, and this happens so often a lot of times when people come to me and they ask me questions and I break I break the answers down to them and then they walk or then walk away. It could be an email or a conversation. They'll be like, yeah, um, okay, thank you for that. Uh, I guess I'll just have to figure it out. So arrogant. So damn arrogant to say that at the end of somebody breaking something. I guess I just have to figure it out. Or they ask a non-question, a statement question. Well, I was reading your book about such and such and such, and I'm trying to figure out where this stuff is at. That, but you know what? I guess I just have to read it again. Are you asking a question, or are you trying to manipulate me into just giving you an answer without you asking because you're too egotistical to allow yourself to be vulnerable to actually say, I need some help? See, all of that is a product of learning too much. Yeah, I know it's, it's hard to imagine that Learning can be toxic. And of course, we know about miseducation. We know that. I mean, we know, you know, you go into the public school system and they only train you to be a servant because, of, you know, when the Rockefellers came up with, with that, that concept, they was like, we're the Rockefellers. Now, we're not going to teach you to be Rockefellers. <laughs> but we do need um, steel workers and we do need people to work in the mines and we do need people to work in our buildings and to sweep our floor and to bring us tea in the dawning and to turn our bed down and you know we do need servants so we're gonna we're gonna train armies of servants you know um so we we of course we know that you know in that environment that that kind of um teaching can be um poisonous to someone who has a destiny beyond that, 
you know, that's, that's for sure. But, um, too much learning, like I said earlier, can make you too arrogant or just make you arrogant, period. And once you become arrogant, you cut yourself off from your promises. You cut yourself off from your help. I got this. I know what I'm doing. All right, well, go ahead. You got this. Any of you, parent, you've done that before. Your, your child is being hard-headed. You don't, you don't want to wear your, your, your knee pads or whatever when you're practicing on your skateboard over where that gravel is. Okay. And you just wait. You just sit there with the bottle of iodine and the gauze. You just sit there, you know, and you do whatever you're doing. You watch a web episode or something because you're waiting for the screen. <laughs> you know, for me, it's always, Baba! Baba! Uh-huh. Come on. Sit down. Put your leg up. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, you cut yourself off from from your help in that sense. And that's, again, one of the biggest problems with arrogance that comes from over teaching. So a lot of time, a lot of you are worried beyond what you really need to be worried because arrogance is in your life. And that's the spirit that we want to, that we're going to not, we're going to remove today. We're going to take that out. We're going to part it. <laughs> we're going to get rid of it. Good dawning, change, change, DD's alchemy. It, it like flashes and goes. So, I'm not ignoring you, but when it comes up, then I can I can say it. I don't want to start touching stuff because I might knock the phone over like I almost did yesterday. But, um, yeah, this is something that you got to understand, you know, that's really important. And Kiki J, I think I saw that name there, peace, that you got to understand that's really, 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 really important. And that's what you're going to hold on to today. What you're going to hold on to today is this. The impossible is happening. The moment you make an affirmation, the supreme intelligence starts to put the universe into motion. The moment you make an affirmation, the supreme intelligence puts that into motion. So your miracle starts to, starts to work, but you have to be in a position and in a space where you can still see a miracle as being something possible, right? You know, you could still see the impossible as actually happening because for you, it's impossible because of your level of coordination and, and your level of orchestration is finite. So you might say, I don't see how this is going to happen. I don't see how my marriage can be saved. I don't see how I'm ever going to be able to get off of this addiction. I don't see how I'm ever going to stop, you know, eating donuts I don't, or I'm going to stop emotionally eating. I don't see how I'm ever going to lose this 150 or 200 pounds that I have on me. I don't see how I'm ever going to be able to wake up early or to get along with people or I'm 45, I'm 50 years old. I don't see how I'm ever going to have a baby. You know, all of these different things are using your finiteness. And because you can't see it, you now begin to exclude all of the, the, the divine assistance that has been in your life all of this time. You see, that's the arrogance. And it may not, you know, sometimes when we think about arrogance, we presuppose it to be, you know, someone trotting along on a horse and looking down at the peasants, <laughs> you know, but um, that's not necessarily arrogance at all. You know, um, it could be snobbery, it could be conceit, but not necessarily arrogance. Arrogance is like ego. Ego is easing God out, easing God out. So you have this this paternal creator 
that exists inside of your your psyche and oversees your psyche and is constantly feeding you game and, and knowledge and, and attention and motivation and constantly educating you. And then you get to a point like many children do where you say, I got this. I got this. So then you start using phrases like this. I have to figure it out. I'll do it. I'll just take care of it. Right. And that only lasts, but for so long, right? Because you can only, you can only live off your own intuition and instinct for so long because you were not born out of your intuition and instinct. That's not what created you. You were born out of a divine celestial spark. So that thing that you were born out of is always going to be that thing that you're going to need for guidance and most importantly for nurturing. And what is nurturing? It's naturing. How will I know my nature if I do not study God? How will I ever know my nature? You're going to study God. Today, you're going to be God because God is your nature. Now, I'm using the word God because I got people from different traditions. And I'm, I'm, I'm easing you in. <laughs> I'm easing you in slowly, those of you. But I'm not saying the universe because that's stupid. The universe. I might as well be worshiping a tree. <laughs> I'm going to say the universe. Right? And I know many people like to say that. But you know why you like to say universe? I'm going to give it to you today. Because we're going to do some greatness today. You like to say universe because you're arrogant. You're, 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 you've eased that, that consciousness out so far. That now everything has to be so misty. That it can't really be touched and localized on any level. So if I say, well, the universe, well, what is the universe? See, now we can start playing with that. It's everything. It's nothing. Well, the universe has no laws. If you want to be arrogant, the universe doesn't really give you a law. Now, someone say, the laws of my aunt. You don't bow down to my aunt. And my aunt didn't create you. You'll bow down to everything but your creator. And that's what's keeping you in places of worry. Because now you've decided to not have faith in your creator. You've decided to have faith in your fear. And faith in your fear keeps you in a perpetual worry, worry position. Because where does your fear derive from? Your fear derives from your sense of aloneness. I'm orchestrating my own life. I'm a single mother. And I have to do everything by myself. You've heard me say a hundred times... That's always a lie. Whenever you hear a single mother say that, say, shut your mouth. Shut your, your lying ass mouth. You do not do everything by yourself. You got simps in the street who open up doors for you. You got the state giving you benefits. You got your, your baby father, but even once he does something once in a while, your ex-husband. You got your, your mother who, 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 whatever, leave that one alone. Maybe you got your grandfather, you got your uncles, you got your brothers, you got your cousins. You got Chief Yuyas. <laughs> no one does anything alone. That's a total lie. You know, I don't do anything alone. There's always, if I, if I go outside right now and um, I need something, and sometimes that something may just be a word of encouragement. There may be a, a, someone outside, a Jehovah Witness or something, selling, uh, giving away the magazines, the final, uh, not the, excuse me, the watchtower. 
got got my religions crossed. <laughs> you know, they might be giving away a, a watchtower, and they might say something encouraging to me in that in that moment. You know, think yeah, things are looking bad in, in the world, but you know, they might say, but Jehovah has an answer. Maybe that's what I needed, right? So I'm not alone. But when I don't see the divine orchestration and maybe that old lady trying to give me the watchtower, me, I'm, I'm all right. Give it to the next person. You know, maybe I'll take it this time. Okay, maybe let me read it. There might be something in there that, that I can, that I, that there might be some food in here for me because I, I have to recognize that the impossible is happening. So, you know, my finite mind would say it's impossible that this cult member could give me anything of value. It's kind of like when, when Cat Williams talked about Flavor Flav and he was like, you never think you learned anything from a person with a Viking helmet on and, and a clock with the wrong time. You know, um, I might not think, you know, in my arrogance, I, this Jehovah Witness can teach me something. Or there might be a, a, a Muslim brother, you know, selling Final Call newspapers. And I might say, oh, brother, I'm good. I, I've been there, done that. I'm, I'm good on that. He might have something for me. You know, just maybe in, in his speech, he might say something. It might just be two words, you know. So we are recognizing that everything that happens to us today and for us today is divine orchestration. Now, here's the thing. Here's the other flip side of that that you're going to do today. You're going to make sure that everything you do today is motivated and stimulated by divine orchestration. That's what you're going to do. That's how you're going to make your life important today. This, that's what you're going to do. Okay. Um, and I know that may, that may sound a little bit demanding, but what I'm giving you is the affirmation. You could say the affirmation. Everything I do, everything I eat, everything I say, whatever I wear, uh, when I do my movements today, and uh, you know, I'm sure that I'm, all of our are new, we know we got to move every day. I did mine before I did this live. You know what I mean? I, I, I got my I got mine in. All right. So my body is nice and and, and woken up, you know. And then um, even as I was doing my, my movements, I was saying the chant, the impossible is happening. The impossible is happening. The impossible is happening. That's what I was doing on, on, on every rep as I, as I was breathing out. The impossible is happening. <sighs> the impossible is happening. You see? So, um... That's the thing, man. You know, you're going to make sure that today you recognize the impossible is happening and you're impo you're a part of that miracle. Now, I don't mean because you were born and all of that and your life is a miracle. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there's a miracle that's occurring right now in the lives of other people and you're a part of it. So you want to make sure that you are projecting at all points, whether it be from your speech, whether it be from your from your your inner latent energy and vibrations that you're sending to people, whether it be from the Lord that you decide to connect to. Now you can you can use this. You can use this up here. You can use it to connect to fear. If you want fear to be, see that that's why it's so dangerous when you hear Christians use the word Lord all the time. Tricky, tricky, tricky. That word wasn't in there. It wasn't Lord. They changed it. They put Lord in there. 
you know, what Lord? Who's Lord? You see, that, that's, we're not going to do a teaching, but no, who's going to Lord over you? Is fear going to Lord over you? Is worry going to Lord over you? You can use this thing and you could feel it. Oh, my crown chakra is activating. It's act okay, cool. It's a tool. What's it, what is it connecting you to? When you, you know, you could have your epochal that connects you to your ancestors. Which one do you want to connect to? You know, the ones that were recognizing their birthright as divine people or the ones that were selling out their people. You could connect to either one. You, you make a decision, right? But I'm telling you, you make, you make fear your Lord, then worry becomes your everyday symptom. Uh, when you recognize again that things are being orchestrated for you in a, such a beautiful and loving way and you're being, um, you're being listened to, the moment that you go to your creator, your supreme originator, and you say, this is what's happening. Now, the thing is, your supreme originator already knew that that's what was happening. But you just have to humble yourself to say, I need, I need a little bit of help. You know, it's no different than when my students say, well, I'm a little confused about you. I already know what you're confused about, but let's just see if you want to open up and talk about it. Sometimes I'll say things that are a little confusing um, on purpose. <laughs> uh, when I did Grasping the Root of Divine Power so many years ago, and if you look at the the, the washes and, and the instances and, and the different things that I gave you, the recipes in the back of the book, I didn't put measurements for a lot of stuff. I know I didn't do that. I did that on purpose. You know, and a lot of people said, oh, well, how much alcohol should we, use? should we use? How much water should we use? Intuitive. Figure it out. You see, let, let's have the conversation, right? Or you have the internal conversation. Are you connecting with this? Are you inspired by this? This knowledge that I'm giving you in this book, or is it just more information? Are you not intimately connecting to it? And recognizing that whatever I'm doing here, that I am a part of this miracle. You know, I'm not just going through the steps. So today, as you're moving through it, you're going to recognize that there are miracles happening that you're a part of. You are a part of it. And there are some people, give thanks. Give thanks, Ian Marva. I appreciate that. And there are some people who, um, they can't understand that. They can't see it. Because their internal, paternal consciousness doesn't, doesn't speak to that. They are of their father, the devil, and the lust of their fathers they shall do. There was no truth in, in him in the beginning. You see what I mean? So for some people, you, you, you almost assume that everyone else should be able to pick up on the things that I'm saying. It's just a small few, Right? And that small few is who are going to make sure you command the day today because you have the power and the ability to command the day. You have that gift, and you're going to utilize that gift today. And the first thing that you're going to say, and you're going to keep saying, your mantra for today is the impossible is happening. The impossible is happening. The impossible is happening. The impossible is happening. And yes, Sister Kashia, affirmations, why are you doing your movements? Why? Because... <laughs> It's an ego break. You think about what you're doing when you're doing your movements, right? I don't know how many push-ups you can do, but let's just say if you could do 10, right? And 
you know, you're saying your affirmations while you're, you're doing your push-ups and you get to that 10 and you're feeling like, I think I could do 11 or maybe at least 10.5. Maybe I can't go all the way down, but I think I can, I can do an 11 here. Well, in that moment, you've, you've created a new reality for yourself. You've created a new, a, a new you. You've, 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 you've um, rejuvenated and redesigned the, the perception that you've had of yourself. So now if you do that while at the same time as saying that mantra, then that new reality that you created is now saturated with that, that particular mantra. Every time you push beyond where you thought you could have been, you've now established, you've killed the old you and created the new you. Every single time. I don't care what the thing is. You know, 10.5 sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. You know, it comes quick. You know, in sets of 10 are fine, you know, shoot, sets of five to seven a time, and you, whatever your fitness level um, allows you to do is, is fine, as long as you're doing it, as long as you're inching towards it, like I said, inch towards it slowly, that's all you got to do, but um, yeah, that's what you're going to affirm today, the impossible is happening, you're not being ignored, but you, you have to ask for help, like I said, it's just like my students, when they don't they try to act arrogant and cool. All right, then let's go that way with it. We'll, we'll pretend. Yeah, Chief, I, I hear you broke this down, but that's exactly what I was thinking. No, you wasn't, because if you was thinking what I was thinking, you'd be Chief. Stop lying. <laughs> you don't think what I think. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are not my, my thoughts, you know. And there's people who my thoughts are not their thoughts, and I listen to them, and I ask questions of, of them, and I don't assume that, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. That's a that's an idiot's response. Now, for all of you who have said that to me, yeah, I'm not going to take back what I just said. That's an idiot's response. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I knew you was going to say that. That's the other famous one. I knew you was going to say that. You didn't know what the hell I was going to say. You're an idiot. Now, let me stop. This is turning this up, about. But <laughs> a little comic relief. But um, yeah, you know, that's what you're going to affirm today. That's what you're going to affirm today. You know, um, don't remove yourself from the possibility of a miracle because you've learned so much that your arrogance has puffed you up. Don't allow that to happen. You know, there are so many levels and dimensions and wound points. You know, you look at, look at the diagram of the tree of life. And look at it when it's when it's written, you know, when you see the spherical shapes and you see all the vesica pieces that are created as a result. You see how many different intersecting points there are just in that one little diagram of the tree of life. And, you know, when, when you see that, you say, wow, these are all different paths, different possibilities, different roads. So these are all different, you know, ways that my spirit can travel. This, you know, that's it's pretty amazing, you know, so and that's just one little diagram. There's, there's others that, are, you know, that are, that are infinitely more complex. When you think about the 256 Odu of, of Ifa, the Odu Ifa, I can go here, I can go there, I can do it. Wow. You know, so why would I ever limit myself to what I'm worried about? Why would I choo choose worry over acknowledgement? You see, now. When I say acknowledgement, what is that? That is what the, um, the, 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 well, those who follow Hebraic code and those who are Christians, that's what they call worship. Worship. Acknowledgement. You know, what is worship? You know, Yahuwah Raphael. 
Yahuwah Nisi, Yahuwah Shalom, right? So when I'm I'm rocked in my head, right, what, what do those people do? Those people, or you have in Islam, you have the 99 names of Allah. What I do is I start citing the person, the consciousness that I have, that paternal consciousness has many characters. So if I'm not feeling peace in my life and I say Yahuwah Shalom, which is worship, just saying the name alone is worship. And I say, wait a minute, the creator is peace. The creator is my peace. I have the same DNA matrix of that creator. Therefore, I'm peace. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> Where's that spirit of fear and worry and confusion coming from and chaos? Well, let's not say chaos, but confusion and disorder coming from. Because it sure as heck isn't coming from what makes me. It's coming from what's trying to make me. What's putting an effort into making me into something else than what I've already been made into, created into being. Something is trying to disrupt my creation by making me worry. Oh, hell no, I ain't worrying. Nope. My peace is rock. Yahoo Shalom. You see, you're not going to disrupt my creation by making me into something less than. You see? So that's why you're going to affirm today that the impossible is happening. It's impossible to them and it's impossible to your lower nature. But to your higher nature, you recognize that impossible is, is a human construct. You see? Imagine a divine creative force that was so powerful that it could create itself into something less than itself. And it could actually deposit itself less than itself wipe its memory and then work its way back up to itself again and you just imagine that for a second if you could do that and and keep in mind that it created something that it wasn't even born that it wasn't even made out of you're talking about an ethereal matrix that was able to create uh flesh out of out of this material out of an atomic reality and it was able to form and move atoms to where it wanted to be. And it moved atoms to where it wanted to be and then deposit its sentience inside of it. We're still trying to do that with robots for a reason. We ain't been able to do that yet. But it was able to deposit its sentience inside of it in the form of just breath. And that was just enough that that being that was formed would one day be able to figure out what the heck it is and teach it to other beings like itself. That's deep, man. <laughs> That's, that had to been pretty... I don't know if it was hard for it or for us because we're the ones who did it. I don't know if it was hard, man, but I couldn't imagine you know, um, doing something like that, man. I mean, learning programming languages is hard enough. You know, let alone building a, a whole a whole nother thing, you know, or doing Lego robotics, you know. Um, now, I do that when we do spiritual ritual and we deposit certain energy, but we deposit spirit. We're not depositing souls. Depositing a spirit into something is, is that's easy. That's not hard at all. People do that every day and don't realize and they're doing. They ruin the moment. You know, the drunk uncles at the barbecue, they bring their spirit of rowdiness and disappointment and depression into a happy moment. 
you know, or the uh, ex-spouse at the at the children's Earth Day party, all those type of things like that. They're always bringing spirit into stuff. Putting spirits into things is easy. That's why you guys shouldn't always be so mesmerized by psychics and readers. It's not that hard. Honestly, it's not that hard. Um, now, who's got the soul? Who's got soul power? Like James Brown said, only a few. And who can emanate that soul and reflect it so intensely that you actually can can experience the power of it? Not a lot. Who's got their electromagnetic body coming off their aura so strong that you that you can feel their body from miles away? You start having dreams about them, you know, and they're they're two three thousand miles away. Not many, right? Now, is that a is that a, a glorification of the person? No. That just means that person is more conscious of that paternal consciousness that's present. They're always like this. They're always feeling it. You see, it's always throbbing inside of them, always. So it's not them. It's what's alive in them. And for many of you, it's alive in you. But you have to start seeing the miracles of old as still being possible. You have to start seeing that. All right. So that's your mantra for today. A little longer again. Well, I'm going to cut it down. It's going to get down. Eventually, we're going to get these down to about five minutes. <laughs> um, but y'all be coming in late. <laughs> that's the problem. You know, I'm doing well, Esme. Thank you for asking. I'm doing things. Things are things are great. Doing more than well, right? Because I'm starting off with you. Got about 40 people in here, and that's 40 people who are going forth, who are gonna go make some miracles. Whether you making them happen for you or whether you making them happen for someone else, it doesn't really matter. Just be, just just get in the game, right? Just get in the game, and we're gonna explore this a little bit more, but. You're going to start learning and you're going to start seeing the value of morals over mysticism. You're going to see that real quickly. You know, um, that arrogance of learning comes from, again, when you ease God out. Once you ease God out and you want stuff to happen on a supernatural level, what do you do after that? You want to do spells and potions. Now you want to get initiated and now you want to get, you know, I, I need me an Eshu statue. I need me an Oshun pot and I need me an Ogun pot and... And, and you, you want all these different things now because you decided to remove the morality of the creator from you. And now you want to be your own, your own deity. That might have been confusing for some of you, especially seeing how I'm sitting in front of an Ogun pot, an Egun pot, three shoes, an Obatala pot. But you got to know how to use them and where they fit in the hierarchy of the celestial beings, you see. And you have to stop presupposing yourself at the top of that chain. You ain't at the top of the chain, right? You're going to lose your value and your potential for miraculous wonders in your life by presupposing yourself through arrogance, you know, as, again, having all the intelligence of the greater intelligence. You know, you don't have that yet. You, you came down here to get some of that. And the way you get some of that is through interaction. You see, bumping into people. It's, it's, when, it's when the atoms hit other atoms with similar momentum. Boom. You see, and then they join together for a little, It's like a relationship. 
you know, sometimes relationships don't last forever and it may hurt a little bit, but you realize it was for a season and I learned something in that season that I need to learn. You know, that Adam hit, boom, okay, cool. Now let's bounce to another Adam, boom. <laughs> let's get another one, you know. Um, and then I'm learning what I'm supposed to learn along the way. And um, as a result now, I'm able to be with that, with that love. And what is that love? That potential for magnetism and, and connection. You're going to get out your way. Peace, Baba Obadina. You're going to get out your way. You're going to get it done. And you're going to stop relying on mysticism and tricks and your own intelligence and your own arrogance. It's not enough to get it done. It's never been enough to get it done. What you're doing is you're living somebody else's reality. See, some people, and I'm going to go after this one, some people don't have the spark in them. And unfortunately, you learned from people without a spark. So, I've shared this before, I'll share it again. How do you control a people? You control a people by giving them your mind. That is the most powerful way that you can control a people. Give them your mind. Because once I give you my mind, I give you my fears. I give you my um, hopes. I give you my worries. I'll even give you my allergies and diseases because I gave you my mind. That's the best way to control. People think you control people through, you know, brutality. Everybody's waiting for the tanks in the streets and then it. Just give them your mind. That's how you control them. You see? So you have now allowed yourself to be controlled by people who seek control because they don't have the divine spark. Why else would someone try to control someone else? Other than the fact... And I know all of y'all are coming a little later. We started like at 6.30, so I know it's... it's especially for those of you a little more um, Western, I know it's super early, you know. Um... But that's the thing. You're learning your lessons of mysticism from people who don't have anything mystic inside of them. So you're not realizing how these things fit together and how they work. So you're thinking, even even some of, of you occult spiritualists, you know, uh, you're thinking you're having to kill things all the time. Well, my egg won't want a chicken. My egg won't. No, they don't. Their egg won't want the chicken. Their egg wants the goat. What is a chicken and a goat but power, but a vehicle of travel? What's in your breath? Your father is not the devil. Didn't your father deposit breath in you that allowed you now to speak things into existence? So if you're fighting an enemy and you want to speak victory into existence, why would you think you need to go to a chicken? Unless you're starved of power. Now, why would you be starved of power when you come from an infinite source of power? What, what have you done? What did you go and do? How did you separate yourself? What did you go and get yourself into? <laughs> you are not them. You see? And you might, you might think you're them because this looks the same as theirs. You'll learn eventually. 
Don't worry. I'm not going to give you too much too soon. And I'm not really going to make this a teaching thing too much. But all I'm going to say is this. You can speak it. The impossible is happening. That's all you got to worry about. Keep it simple. The impossible is happening. Um, that's all I want you to focus on for today. That's our mantra. Um, make sure you get some movement in today. And as you're moving, say the mantra. You know, whether you're shadow boxing, whether you're doing push-ups, whether you're doing pull-ups, you know, whether you're just walking. That's cool, too. The impossible is happening. Start saying that, right? And then you start to envision what you thought was impossible. Some of you got sick relatives. Some of you are sick. You know, um, some of you just got a positive on that pregnancy test and got no money. The maid is, the, the, you know, maybe you don't know who the, who the father is. You know, it could be all kind of stuff there. Oh, my goodness, I just ruined myself. You know, um, you start to think about what's impossible and recognize that there's something larger orchestrating beyond what, what I finitely know or finitely can conceptualize. And you just start to acknowledge that the impossible is happening, right? And the most important thing is that for you to acknowledge this, you are not a child of the universe. The universe is a child of this. So as soon as this starts activating the way it's supposed to and correlating, when you get this to correlate with this, to correlate with OWO, your hands, so your actions are correlating with what you say and what you think and even with your feet, with your feet. Your feet represent what, what you're actively, what your struggle is. So your struggle, the hands of your work, you know, the, the work of your hands, uh, your thoughts in your mouth, when all, all of that is correlating together, right? Then you recognize in, in that moment there is, a, there is a power that you can now align yourself with. But when, you, when you're not aligning all those things together and you're not a person of your word and you're, you're saying one thing and doing another, you're affirming, you're talking about I'm king this, I'm goddess this, but then you're worried about this over here, you're a liar, you know? Um, when you decide to be a liar in that sense, then now that's the ego. Now easing Yahuwah, easing God out, easing the creator out, easing the supreme intelligence out. Now all you left is your raggedy flesh brain. The flesh brain ain't nothing but a problem. That's why the ancient Kemites tossed it. It's nothing but a problem. You don't want to rely on that. Rely on your mind. And you want your mind to be correlated and reflective of the higher mind. You see. So yeah, as you're doing your, your movements, and as you're breathing, as you're walking, the thing you're going to do today, you're going to make sure everything you do is for the purposes of divine implementation. Because if it's not, it ain't going to last anyway. Anything you don't do as a reflection of the divine consciousness is temporary. Don't forget that. And I know, you know, yeah, well, I got my 401k, I got my 403b, I got my pension, you know, I got my my uh, whole life insurance, I got my term insurance, I got my car insurance, I got my apartment insurance, I got my homeowner's insurance, I got that, I got my, my, my investments, I got There's nothing wrong with planning. But have you insured yourself celestially? Nah, I sound like a TV evangelist, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, <laughs> I know I sound like a TV evangelist a little bit, but you got to realize that the devil always takes some truth and mixes it in with some falsity. 
So they, they're going to take some of the stuff that we say that that is true. They're going to take some of it, you know, right before that that uh, that number on the bottom that you could text with donation pops up. I ain't got none of that. <laughs> but uh, I ain't got no scroll. But the thing is, what's your celestial insurance look like? What, what's your relationship with the creator look like? Yeah, you can do rituals and... Yeah, you, you king this, you goddess this, you priest this, you priestess that, yeah, you, whatever. Um, how far is that paternal consciousness from your first eye? Is it all the way out there somewhere? Is it close? Is it here? Is it here? Is it here? Is it here? Where's your conscious at? You know, lost four, lost uh, one, two, lost seven people when I just said that. I didn't like that one. All right, so... <laughs> So I will see you all tomorrow. It's going to be shorter because this was too long. The impossible is happening. All right. So everyone um, move with strength today. Make sure whatever you do is divine. Make sure whatever you do is permanent. Right. And um, you're doing it for, to the glory of the supreme intelligence, not to the glory of, of this. This this decomposes and maggots eat it. It's, it's not that big a deal, you know. But you're going to do it for that that higher purpose and that higher reasoning so that way you can be a part of the, the orchestration of the miracle. That's cool, right? All right, everyone. Be well. Peace, 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 and power.